Hello and welcome to the Southeast Iowa Union Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, Main Street Washington has opened up sales for this year's Lights of Love program. The fundraiser, started in 2017, allows people to buy spots in the square for Christmas trees, which they can decorate in honor of loved ones. We started the program to help citizens of Washington commemorate and remember family members, friends who have passed away. Family members are encouraged upon reserving their trees with our program to decorate their tree, said Main Street Washington Board of Directors President Maddie Widmer. Main Street provides lights and red ribbons to all trees reserved through the program. Additionally, those who make a reservation before November 12th will get a personalized wooden sign with the name of their loved one placed by the tree. On top of the complimentary ornaments, buyers are invited to decorate the spots in styles personalized to those they commemorate. The trees light up along with the rest of the square after the annual holiday parade every year shortly after Thanksgiving. Main Street has acquired around 90 trees for this year's fundraiser. Winmer said the organization sold out of spots every year, a goal they maintain going into this holiday season. The event serves as a fundraiser for Main Street Washington. The organization buys the trees, sells the spaces in the park, which serve as the, one of the group's biggest fundraisers of the year. Trees are available until November 19th or until spaces sell out. They cost $100 and are available through Main Street website or by contacting a board member. The city of Washington will now require property owners to give at least 24 hours notice to the city to perform required inspections. The resolution passed unanimously by the city council last week said the 24-hour requirement had no exceptions except in situations deemed by city staff as emergencies. Looking at Mount Pleasant now, Thursday night Mount Pleasant School Pride was on full display as they hosted boom night at the Maple Leaf Complex, followed by boys volleyball at the high school. Senior girls annihilated the junior girls in the 2022 homecoming powder puff game. Andrea Lavaretto played a crucial part in the victory. Football coach Sean Striegel and players Zach Venghouse, Jacob Rickman, and Bowen Davis addressed Mount Pleasant High School fans with short speeches thanking the school, parents, staff, team, and students for all their support. After the Powder Puff game and speeches, homecoming court was announced. The court includes Zarek Venghouse and Tristan Scholl, Jacob Rickman and Michaela Dissenbach, Carter Amos and Jersey Beachy, Wyatt Woodsmall and Mina Disawas-Mongol were crowned king and queen. Every member of the court received a custom plush football commemorating 2022 homecoming. The crowd then made it to its trek back to Mount Pleasant High School's gym to cap the evening off with a game of volleyball between the senior and junior boys. While the senior girls dominated in powder puff, the boys fought for every point scored in their five-game match. The junior team quickly took the first two games, followed by a hard-fought win for the seniors, which evoked chants from the cheering section, Why So Quiet? Despite an early celebration causing the seniors to give up fifth po- a fifth point in Game 5, the seniors team walked away with an overall win of 21-5. to We had the real sports coming up later in the show, so stick around to hear how Mount Pleasant did in the homecoming football game. Last Wednesday evening, Democrat candidate for uh, District 87 of the Iowa House of Representatives, Mike Heaton, hosted a Southeast Rural Democrat Showcase at Iowa Westland University. The showcase offered musical performances by LGBT advocate Chris Hausman and top 13 finalist on season 17 of The Voice and Mount Pleasant alumna Callie Wilson. Candidate for Iowa Governor Deidre DeGier and candidate for Iowa's 1st Congressional District Christina Bohannon as well as candidate for Iowa Secretary of Agriculture John Norwood answered questions from moderators. DeGier delivered a keynote speech which received a standing ovation as the night came to a close. Through a special collection at the showcase, Mount Pleasant Music Boosters received a $500 donation. That was the top stories. It is now time for obituaries. 
Paul E. Grossman of Farmington passed away on October 8th at the age of 97. A funeral services will be held at 10.30 a.m. October 12th at the Sharon Presbyterian Church near Farmington. Schmidt's funeral home is in charge of the arrangements. Micah S. Mullen of Mount Pleasant passed away on October 5th at the age of 34. Funeral services will be held at 10.30 a.m. October 22nd at the Iowa Wesleyan University Chapel. Kimsey Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Kyle Emerson Whitaker of Brighton passed away on October 7th at the age of 83. Funeral services will be held at 11 a.m. October 12th at Gold Funeral Home in Brighton. Cynthia Rao Carey of Homewood, Illinois passed away on October 7th at the age of 68. Private family services will be held at a later date. Jones and Eden Funeral Home is assisting with the arrangements. We're going to take a brief break and we come back we'll have the weather and sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Welcome back to the Southeast Iowa Union News Break. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have football review coming up, but first, the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. We start our work week with some great weather. Today's high is 73 degrees with clear skies. Tuesday, it will be 72 degrees with a few more clouds in the sky. Wednesday, there is a 30% chance of isolated thunderstorms and a high of 73. It will be much chillier on Thursday with temperatures only reaching 61 and there will be a strong breeze. And we will end the work week with the same beautiful weather we started the work week with, sunny skies and a high of 62. That was the weather. It is now time for sports. Sports, brought to you by Fairway. Times on Friday night, it felt like it could finally be the time for the Mount Pleasant football team. After storming back from 19 points down in the second quarter, a winless Panther squad led district rival Burlington at halftime and nearly forced overtime in a homecoming clash that had just about everything. In the end, though, the Greyhounds walked out 41-33 winners. The beginning of the game went as expected for a heavily favored Burlington squad. The beginning Despite a couple of promising drives from Mount Pleasant early on, the Panthers couldn't hang on to the ball, and Burlington scored the first three touchdowns of the game. That includes a 90-yard run by Nolan Simpson, which made it 19-0 Greyhounds early in the second quarter. 
Burlington had the ball again with a chance to do more damage, but all of a sudden the Panther defense woke up as Cooper Kleinkoff picked off a pass inside the Mount Pleasant 20, which set up a one-yard touchdown run by Peyton Walker. Jacob Rickman found Carter Amos on a touchdown pass with four minutes left in the half, cutting it to 19-13, and once again Burlington gave the ball away on the kickoff, this time fumbling it away for a Bryce Wilson recovery. In the blink of an eye, the Panthers had a short lead, had a shot at the lead, and it wasn't an opportunity Mount Pleasant would pass up. Running back Zarek Venghaus first converted on a fourth and one inside the five-yard line and then punched in a touchdown run from one yard out. Zachary LeBlanc's PAT was good, and Mount Pleasant led 20-19 to at halftime. Mount Pleasant took the first possession of the second half to midfield, but a fumble gave Burlington the ball back, and the Greyhounds quickly took back the lead. Mount Pleasant would never be on top again. Rickman ended the day 19-27 for 27 for 236 yards and two touchdowns. Amos had a career game, catching six balls for 88 yards and two scores. Higgins led the rushing attack with 113 yards and one touchdown, and he also caught four passes for 43 yards. Bowen Davis led the Panther defense with eight tackles. Mount Pleasant is now 0-7 overall and 0-3 in district play. The Panthers will continue looking for their first win next week at Clinton, who is 1-6 on the year. Looking at Washington now, the Washington Demon football team made its journey to a playoff berth much more likely on Friday night, pulling out a tightly contested 28-27 victory in Keokuk. The Class 3A District 5 bout was a thriller through and through. Both teams wasted no time scoring on the first drives of the night. For Washington, both running back Taven Stewart and quarterback Ethan Patterson found the end zone on short carries of three and two yards. The two teams went back and forth through much of the first half as neither could break the 14-14 tie. Late in the half, Kia Cup would be the first to create separation as the Chiefs picked off an Ethan Patterson pass and capped off a great field position with six points on a horrid touchdown run. Kikuk headed into the locker room with a 21-14 lead. Heading into the fourth, Washington still found itself down 21-14. In the fourth, Washington was able to capitalize on a Keokuk muffed punt, which gave them a short trip to six from just 35 yards out. Deshaun Westfall-Edwards crossed the goal line from just five yards out as well to tie the game at 21-21. Washington got another big break on the ensuing kickoff as the Demons recovered the squib kick that was mishandled by Keokuk. Stewart then gave Washington the lead on a 15-yard rush. Keokuk was able to march down the field on the final drive of the night with Horde putting the Chiefs within one on a rush in on the four, rush in on fourth down. So trying to force overtime, Keokuk trying to win with a two-point conversion, but the Washington defense stood strong, knocking the pass away for the win. With the win, Washington moves to three and four in the year and one and two in the district. The Demons will take on Fairfield, who is four and three uh, next week. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This is the Southeast Iowa Union News Break, and I will see you next time.